You're also this kind of interesting mix of your old school, but you're also new school. And I want to ask you about, once you did the Omega program and it was so hot and everybody's talking about it, and then you guys do the podcast together. And, you know, the guys like Cornette who can't stand Omega or whatever for stuff that he'd done in the past. But I guess, it, is there an element of kind of, there's so much going on today where, like, you know, people know stuff. So, like, do you, how much do you bring them in? How much do you not? Is that something that you think about once you do the Omega match? Because well, we want to talk about it. Because wrestling is, is a show. You know what I mean? And if I go see, I don't know, Avengers, Infinity War. And I watched the movie. I love the movie. I'm so into it. At the end, when they all die, like Samuel Jackson, spoiler alert, uh, Nick Fury, he, he disintegrates. And just as he disintegrates, he presses send on his little thing that alerts Captain Marvel that this is going on. And that's like Captain Marvel has fought Thanos before if you read comics. So listen, I know it's not real, but at the end of that movie, I was so excited about that last second of like, oh, this is so great. And then I go online and start reading theories and reading behind the scenes because I want to know more about it. That's my mindset for doing the podcast with Kenny the next day. It's a great performance. It's a great match. One of the best matches you could ever see with an amazing storyline. But I want to know more about it. This is not this is not the 60s or 70s or 80s. And guys like Cornette would be mad, nor as they should be. But to me, we are now a huge form of entertainment that's part of the pop culture fabric where people want to know more. And we were smart. There's stuff that happened that we didn't talk about. You know, I know I know what secrets you want to reveal and which ones you don't. And once again, there's stuff that we never talked about that you guys don't know about that happened. But that's not the point. The point is I want to know more. And that podcast is the highest rated podcast that I've had since I moved to Westwood One since January 1st because people wanted to hear the behind the scenes. It's not giving away secrets. It's not kayfabe. There is no kayfabe anymore, except within the confines of the match. That's when people really believe, and that's where kayfabe exists. Before and after, it's show business, man. It's a story. It's a movie. All right, guys. Welcome to the next episode of Breaking the Code, and I am your host, and let's just get right into it here, guys. So... There's an interesting topic brought up in my mind this week, and that is kayfabe or whatever you want to call it being dead. And you got to think about we're in a different age now. And what really brought this up is The Undertaker in the last ride for me talking about how he always kept character on the on the road in interviews he all he just immersed himself in that character that's who he was basically as far as to the public eye anyway but it got me thinking like the curtain's been pulled back so much on professional wrestling like on the business quote unquote and what goes on in the business and what goes on backstage and who people really are because you have so much social media and everything and everybody's about social media and like oh get they get on instagram and twitter and you know it's just a different time now and i remember back when i was was younger and you see somebody like the undertaker and you're like oh no is he like really like this and you kind of debate that like with 
or at least I did with other people that are wrestling fans that, you know, you're like, oh, you think he's really like that in real life? Oh, maybe. I don't know. You know, or no, I don't I think he's different or yeah, I think he's really like that. You have those kind of debates, you know, about like how much of the person on that's portrayed on TV, how much of that is the actual person like in as they are in real life how much of that is an honest representation of how they normally would act and jericho always said that the best characters in wrestling and he still says it are yourself but turned up to 11 so you just turn up all the qualities about yourself and uh just make it really amplified and that becomes your character and so you have everybody going on social media these days and you know you know who that person is in real life so it's kind of as fans it's really cool to see to see that kind of stuff and to learn about that kind of stuff and for me especially because of the whole hyper focus thing. When I get into something, I get like 200%, you know, into it and I want to know everything about it. I, any information I can I can hear or read or learn about it in general, like that's just that I want to know. Like if I can know it or if I can find it out, I want to know, you know. So with that being said, it kind of kills like I guess the mystique of wrestling in my opinion and I think that's a contributing factor to why it's not as hot as it was like say in the Attitude Era when you had Stone Cold and Rock on top and everybody was talking about it and you could get with that because there was an element of intrigue along with like Austin being the whole fighting the authority deal and you know oh man everybody wants to like punch their boss in the face and like give them a stunner or something sometimes you know so he connected everybody connected because they were so like they were real and I think the best things that personally that happen in pro wrestling are the stuff that is real or based on real events or real life and that's when you get some of the best angles best matches in pro wrestling is when it's like okay this really happened but i mean we're gonna change it a little or maybe like or maybe just go like straight ahead with it like it happened you know and that's that's one thing that uh, I really like is when it plays off of either real events or real emotions or things of that nature. So it's that I think that's just kind of why you see a lot of lapsed fans in the last like 10 or 15 years. And it's like because some of it like, you know, who that person is outside of television, outside of the ring. And so, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing because I do enjoy watching interviews or listening to interviews with 
uh, wrestlers that I like or that I have liked in the past and just hearing about like how they grew up, how they came up in the business. And I like to hear those kind of stories and like road stories and that kind of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, it kind of takes away a little bit of the believability of what they do on TV, the suspension of disbelief, you know, because in the back of your mind, you kind of know who that person is like when the cameras are shut off, you know, or when the microphones aren't on, you know, so it's, it's a double-edged sword to me. I mean, I can see both sides of it, but at the same time, like Triple H said one time in a conference call, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. And I think it's a great analogy. The curtain's been pulled back so much that you just can't go back now there's no going back you it's impossible you know because everybody knows too much now so and it's like part of me likes knowing all the terminology and like heel and baby face and take a powder and like being a quote-unquote smart and like i just did the air quotes while i was talking but being being a being a quote unquote smart and knowing about the business supposedly or an educated fan as i heard bully call it in a podcast interview i was listening to it's you shouldn't know these things but it's like you do and it's too late because you already know it so it's like oh well it's too late now it's it's kind of like to me it's kind of like similar to knowing the ending of a movie someone like tells you how it's going to end and how they did it or like how different things were done in the movie and you're like oh that's not that cool anymore now that i know how it's done or an even better analogy is like a magic trick like if you go and see like a david copperfield or like a pen and teller or or some sort of illusionist like that and it it would ruin it if they told you like right after they did the trick if they explained to you okay this is how i did it this is what i did that that would ruin the wow factor of it like we all know it's it's a trick and it's a lie but at the same time you in that moment you're like whoa how did he do that you know how did he make the elephant disappear like where did it go like i know there's got to be a trick to it, but I don't see the elephant. I don't know where it went, you know? So I think some of that needs to be brought back to pro wrestling as a whole, in my opinion, and make it, make it to where I look at something. I go, oh, I don't know if that was real or not. Like, I don't know if that was a shoot or if that was, if that was a work. I have no idea. But let me know what you guys think in the comments below. And thank you guys for taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. And check out what I've been, what I'm talking about, talking about wrestling. I have fun doing it. So until next time, stay safe out there, guys. Have a good one.